Hello everyone, welcome to the Junkie Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark and as always I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. Hey up. How are we doing? Not good. too bad. How are you? I'm not too bad. I enjoyed yesterday. That was good fun. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Watching MIDI Robot Wars. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, to be fair. Yeah. Proper battering each other, weren't they? Yeah. I thought I thought we were going to be there for about an hour. But we probably ended up being there for about, well, watching it for probably about three, I'd yeah. say. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, we were really good. Some of them proper got wrecked. Watch it, watch them again. <laughs> But if they can do that with like 150 grams, imagine the 1.5 kilo yeah. ones that we can watch. Yeah. Should we move on to the news then? Yep. All right. Should we start off with bad news? The, the, oh, the, inev- the inevitable news. All so, right. Yeah. I think we've got. I think we've got to talk about it because it's it's too big to ignore. I feel. Because I I am tired of talking about this as well. But and I think we can ignore this. So Microsoft has announced that they're laid off about 1,900 staff from its gaming division. That's a lot of people. It is. And the news was broke by uh, Phil Spencer in an internal, internal memo, which he said this. It's been a little over three months since the Activision Blizzard and King teams joined Microsoft. As we move forward in 2024, the leadership of Microsoft Gaming and Activision Blizzard is committed to aligning on a strategy and an execution plan with a sustainable cost structure that will support the whole of our growing business. That's that's business talk right there, isn't it? Uh, together, we've set priorities, identified areas of overlap and ensured that we're all aligned with the best opportunities for growth. As part of this process, we have made the painful decision to reduce the size of our gaming workforce by approximately 1,900 roles out of the 22,000 people on our team. The gaming leadership team and I are committed to navigating this process as thoughtfully as possible. The people who are directly impacted by these reductions have all played an important part in the success of Activision Blizzard, Zenimax and the Xbox team, and they should be proud of everything they've accomplished here. We are grateful for all of the creativity, passion and dedication they have brought to our games, our players and our colleagues. We will provide our full support to those who are impacted during the transition, including severance benefits informed by local employment laws. Those whose roles will be impacted will be notified and we ask that you please treat your departing colleagues with the respect and compassion that is consistent with our values. Looking ahead, we'll continue to invest in areas that will grow our business and support our strategy of bringing more games to more players around the world. Although this is a difficult moment for our team, I'm as confident as ever in your ability to create and nurture the game's stories and worlds that bring players together. Phil. Very corporate statement, I have to say. Mm. But unsurprisingly. It's getting a bit out of hand, all this, isn't it? Mm, to be honest, I'm, I'm just surprised it's not happened sooner. When, when companies merge, this always happens. Well, yeah. Or get bought. We saw it with Twitter. We saw it, well, we've seen it for countless other businesses in the past. It's just, unfortunately, casualty of what's happened. Not very good for the business, though, is it? Of uh, video game creation. Because, you know, there's always these arguments about monopolising the industry. And that's kind of what's happened here. And then they've laid off a bunch of people from the people they've just acquired. Yeah. Because it's uh, a thought that a lot of these layoffs are for Blizzard, following the apparent cancellation of a survival game they were working on. Wow. I mean, if it's it, obviously it's not solely based on that, but if it that was a majority of it, that's a lot of people to work on one game. 
Well, I don't think there was a majority of it. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Well, then there's also it's also reported that between 30 and 40 percent of staff from Toys for Bob and Sledgehammer Games have also been let go. Now, I think Sledgehammer's had a bit of a rough time of it in their recent Call of Duties creation. I think maybe not quite have been received as well as the other ones, but it's still quite surprising to see uh, some of the Call of Duty machine being let go. See, that's obviously the money maker. Well, if there's one place to sort of shave staff from, I suppose, a big chunk of it's going to be from the machine of Call of Duty, isn't it? Hmm. Could have put them onto something else, though, couldn't they? So with nope. Toys for Bob, weren't they? It's like <laughs> they, chucked, they started chucking them onto Call of Duty stuff, didn't they? For reasons. Yeah. But that's I think not it's all. probably all about making room to amalgamate the teams together a bit more. Yeah, probably. But that's not all. They've uh, the, the, apparently they're laying off a portion of the division dedicated to bringing Xbox games to physical retail. Oh no! Mm. Mm. So they they're doubling down on the uh, digital age. It would appear. That's it. Time to embrace the digital. Then we will have to embrace it. You do. You've got Xboxes. The day that I can't buy a disc is the day that I stop gaming. Well, or cartridge. <laughs> yeah, go back to cartridges. <laughs> yeah. Well, they use cartridges for Switch, don't they? So oh, that's what I'm referring to. Just in my head, I was thinking Mega Drive and, <laughs> and 64. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sell all my current gen consoles. <laughs> that's a shame. But I mean, again, it's it's not totally surprising. Obviously, they've got Game Pass, and that's the future for them. So, well, yeah, we all know it's Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, isn't it? So, yeah. Funnily enough, I consider getting Game Pass earlier on today because I wanted to play Pal World. <laughs> so rather than paying 20 quid for that, I thought, oh, do I just do it? But I've managed to talk myself out of it so far, but we'll see. So just take a brief look at uh, how many layoffs have happened this so far this year then? Go on then. Well, considering it's only January the... It's January the 28th as of time yes. of recording. Yeah. So last time I checked, the number of layoffs so far this year was 5,600. That's a lot of beans. Yes. For the 28th of January. That's insane. We have not finished one month of this year. There's a there's a website that's been made for specifically tracking video game layoffs. They got made last year and they had an estimate of around 10,500. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that means we're like halfway there. It's even worse than we thought then. <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we're already, like I said, not even like a month into this year. We're already over halfway <laughs> into last year's tall blouse. Yeah, it's not good, is it? But I'm sure more will come as well. But where for? Yeah. I think going towards end of financial year, it's going to get well, worse. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it does really make me think about that, that time... I think, what was it? it was I think it was Nintendo it was going through a bit of a rough patch um and when Iwata was still alive like rather than cutting people and like reducing teams he just took like a massive pay cut he was like absolutely refused to let anyone go he was like I'll, I'll suffer for this and someone else is telling me that I'll suffer for this as well yeah always challenging at the right time Austin knows what's going down uh shall we move on though so you mentioned, you mentioned Pal World a bit earlier. Yeah. What's been going off with that? So? What's not been going off with it? <sighs> Where do I begin? 
Well, don't you, don't you start with the good? In it around eight million downloads already, or has it already surpassed that? Oh, it's surpassed that now. That eight million downloads was as of about three or four days ago, so it's probably creeping oh. towards ten now. It's just the juggernaut that won't stop. It has the the, uh, the the second most concurrent users on Steam now. Yeah. Only behind PUBG. I think I sent something earlier saying that it touched over two million concurrent players now, which is insane. That's like, if, if it is like a touchover, even if it gets to 10, that's 20% of the player base playing it right now. Obviously, it's going to drop off eventually, but... Is it? Well, I don't know. Depends <laughs> if they introduce more is guns. <laughs> I don't think guns' problems probably uh, more inspired-designed creatures they need. Well, speaking of inspired designs... Apparently, after days of speculation, the Pokemon company and Nintendo has signalled they are investigating Pal World. I was going to say Pop World then. Pop World's like a club in a few cities in the UK that play cheesy music. Um, anyway. do, you want to read, do you want me to read that statement? Oh, go on then. They, they said this. We have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. We have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. The Pokemon Company. I think it's basically just telling the fans to stop telling us about it. Yeah. <laughs> like we get the like, All right, we get it. We're, we're aware. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to stop Twitter discourse, is it? No, that's true. <laughs> It'll rumble on. Yeah, definitely. So, but there's there's no evidence about them using any AI or anything to kind of scrape the Pokemon designs. So there's one where the creators come out and base a tweeted out and basically or xed out, whatever you want to call it. Xed out. <laughs> I don't know what they are anymore. Um, and basically told um people to stop giving the dev- developers and artists death threats. Because yeah, of the should, likeness to the creatures, which I, I, yeah I there care. are a couple, but obviously if they've sat down and taken some inspiration and created put their own spin on it, put it into Power World, then so be it. I mean I know there are obviously Pokemon's been going since 1996 and it does have a very loyal following <laughs> throughout the years. Loud, I'll say. Loud and loyal, yeah. I can um, be any fan base, to be honest. I think even Pal Worlds tr- at the moment is loud. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just off, well, again, in addition, um, some people have posed the question, is all this to do with, like, people buying Pal World and, like, taking it on like they have? Is it kind of a bit of backlash against the Pokemon company for, I don't want to say being lazy, but not innovating enough with the Pokemon games? Because uh, it's, Pokemon it's, Scarlet it's, and Violet yeah. was the first open world Pokemon game. I mean, apart from Arceus, you could argue, but I, I don't think not a mainline game. To a, to, a, to a degree, I think Arceus was more kind of open it's area. Open. Um, hmm. You couldn't say it's open world because, well, you still had loaded, loading screens to go into like different sections of the world. Whereas, I'm assuming with Soviet and Soviet with Scarlet. Combined both both words there with Scarlet and Violet, you can well I'm assuming you can pretty much go around the world without having to load into anything. 
yeah you can do whatever you want yeah so, i think it's an interesting case because i think i think it's fair to say that when smv launched it was probably the buggiest of pokemon games been at launch yeah i, I don't know what to say really about like innovation stuff because like i've personally not got too far in to my own sort of play of the game um i've only like won one badge and that's it i still need to really get back to it i think a lot of a lot of the argument is that obviously graphically it's it i think it has been kind of held back by the switch hardware and power world is like answered that question of like what would pokemon look like on unreal engine yeah and i think everyone's kind of really clamored for it and like well so far really enjoying it from what i can hear but I think it, I think a lot of it with Power World is the freedom that you get, and I think if there wasn't a similarity in the creatures, we wouldn't even be having this conversation in terms of comparing. Well, I think that's Pokemon. it. Yeah, I think because it's a different game. Well, I say, isn't it? It's it's more it's more um, like your typical kind of survival game. You know, you got to craft stuff. All right, you can capture these monsters a bit like Pokemon, but you can use them in all sorts of different tasks uh well when we, of, when we say, say tasks, slavery you, uh, you, you can work them in the factories stop don't <laughs> want to go that far you can even uh, enslave human characters as well well yeah i've, I've seen that that's interesting and that's um, one of the reasons why i want to buy it just to see if i can for research purposes i, I feel like you, you're someone who would, would have welcomed being born in like the 1800s or something um <laughs> with that kind of comment I can enslave humans. Okay, going a bit too far. Uh, <laughs> well, we're all slaves, really, aren't we? If we really think about the well, human condition. But anyway, well, this, this is why I try not to think for too much. Otherwise, this is getting very existential. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the but, point we're trying to make is this game would be fine had the monster designs not be a little too close to another company's designs, shall we say? Because I've seen, like, I've seen, like, obviously there's been so much on Reddit and Twitter, and like, someone's really broken it down on getting like the uh, the models of like the Pokemon and the the Palmon, I suppose. And the Pals, that's what they're called. And like mashed up certain ones next to each other, and there's like, I don't know what it is. There there is certain aspects where the designs are way too close to be like. Like the the best that I can I can assume that that in a legal aspect for sort of pocket pads kind of sort of get away with this is that they've taken like certain designs of Pokemon and kind of drew over them and like added or removed bits and gone, Hey, here's an original design and like used different colours or whatnot. But there is certain aspects that are definitely way, way too close. And I'm wondering with how Japan's copyright laws, I've heard, are a little bit more stricter than the rest of the world. I wonder how much of a case the Pokemon company really has against Powerwell. Because if they feel like they've got something, then they will go for it and take them to court. I mean, that, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, that might be one of the reasons for the platforms that it has come out on, mainly Xbox and Steam, so that it's not as much of a hit 
because Xbox has not really been adopted that well in Japan. And apparently it might be coming to PlayStation True. at some point, but I doubt it'll come to... Well, there's going to be a problem if it comes to the Switch. I'm going to say, I'm sure Nintendo would be looking at this and being like, mm, do we really want... A... Well, I don't know if they would view them as a competitor, but would they want something like that on their platform, taking the shine away? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if the Pokemon company is looking at it, do they want to sully that relationship? Well, Doubt it. there's that as well. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because, I mean, this isn't the only game that Pocket Pairs had a bit of controversy over. Like, their uh, newest game that I think is in development um, seems to be fairly inspired, gameplay-wise and artistically, by Hollow Knight. Like, art style is almost kind of one-to-one. So, do you know what I mean? It's a bit... They like to flirt with other game styles for their games, shall we say, and put their own twist on it. Like, we've got Craftopia. Yeah, but that's how which, innovation happens, though, isn't it? You modify things that are already existent. That's just evolution, isn't it? Oh, look at me. Using Pokemon terms. I don't know. I don't know, like... The thing that comes to, to my mind with this kind of stuff was I remember there was a big uproar when Fortnite introduced their Battle Royale. And a lot of people at the time were like, oh, you, you can't do a Battle Royale. That's what PUBG have done. Like, you're copying. And it's like, there's an argument, but there's there's not a copyright on a game style. Like, Fortnite mm-hmm. did have their own spin on it. You know, you could you could build buildings in it which is what you can do in PUBG and obviously art, art style as well completely different one was first person the one was third person at a time but just I don't know this power world just is flirting on that line of being inspired and stealing ideas I'm just gonna say I find it hilarious <laughs> I know you do because you you but, don't have like a you don't yeah have I, I don't I don't have a horse in this race but yeah, yeah. it's nice from an outsider looking in to see yeah. the community well, scrap it as out. you mentioned earlier you said that Pokemon needed a bit of a kicking so you know is this a necessary evil thing is from what I heard though as well internally they kind of they took on that feedback from Scarlet and Violet before Power World was even a thing and kind of knew okay we need to change stuff apparently. Production-wise, they might have actually made a change. Well, we'll see in Gen 10, then. I suppose we will. We'll have to see what they're going to do for the 10th generation. Pikachu, we're a rocket launcher. No, <laughs> they don't need guns. Yes, yes. We already well, it's have... not a gun, it's an RPG. Look, no, no. we already yeah. have a monster collection series where monsters use weapons. If you really want to go with that, then start supporting Digimon. Because if you're not, I'm going to go furious with you. No, I'm supporting well, Palworld. Well, okay, that's another argument there, though. No, you're not. You're you supporting Microsoft. You've got Pokemon and Digimon. This is another argument that they're similar. But let's not get into that anyway. We'll be all night. Don't start with that. <laughs> should we move on to something else? Yes, let's move on to something else. Nintendo-related, shall we? With some more bad news. Oh, go on, then. So, well, I mean, we knew the shops for 3DS and uh, the Wii U were dying off, or if not already. Mm-hmm. Now, the online play is going to be uh, the next big target to come down for 3DS and Wii U, unfortunately. So, 
Nintendo will come out with a finish officially announced on Twitter slash X that the last time online play is coming to these platforms is going to be 8th of April. Wow. 12, well, 8th of April if you're not in the UK, I should say. If you are, then it's actually at midnight for 9th of April. Oh, get out for day. The goat Very was astounded. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think anyone will like put the 3DS on and see if they can ebb out a little bit more time, or do you reckon it'll just crash? Well, I did with like the Wii Halo U. 2 servers. <laughs> yeah. There's like a small group who's like refusing to get off, like, no, we're going to keep this online. Can't stop us. <laughs> do you know, if that served Rob for an extra day, I'd just be kicking him. Ooh, that's a bit ash. Can't force him out. You can. It's your service. You can do what you want. Ooh. Yep, so. That's a shame. But all good things must come to an end. Should we talk about Like a Dragon slash Yakuza? Yeah. Oh, the lad games. D- don't start. It's <laughs> <laughs> making it a thing. <laughs> we're not having that. But we're, we're fans the of these games. Series. I think we can say. We all, we all yeah. like them. Oh, huge fan. Uh, so, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth has just released, I believe. Was it a couple of days ago, I think? At the time of recording. Yep. Yep. Um, but they've made a quite a ridiculous decision um, that they've ended up locking the New Game Plus behind a paywall. Oh. Yeah. Why? <laughs> so, in order to access it, you need to purchase either the deluxe that the deluxe or ultimate editions so that's at least another $15 to access new game plus I hope this isn't going to be the start of something in the industry I was thinking that because I've never heard of any new game plus being mm. a premium option it just happens yeah it says on the edition here. I feel like someone's done it before maybe I'm wrong yeah. so it's part of something called the master vacation bundle which comes with a deluxe and ultimate edition. And it says, explore a bonus dungeon. I don't know what that's in relation to. If you play the game, I imagine you do. Uh, get special... Sujimon? Sujimon. Okay. Resort guests, outfits, new game plus, and more. And that costs an extra $15. Curious. I mean, a lot of people wonder whether it was just like, you know, mistype. But no, apparently it's it's that is it. It's it's there. It's mm. part of that. Very bizarre. But saying that, it's like, isn't this game like supposed to be huge anyway? I'm surprised anybody would oh, want to play New Game Plus. Yeah, but it's like the biggest Yakuza game ever. Wow. So, so you're looking at least well between sixty and eighty hours then. So you get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. Well, just not an extra, just like not an extra fifteen dollars. <laughs> But I've got to play the countless ones before before I get anywhere near that one anyway. I'm just going to yeah. skip to it personally. As soon as the physical release is available, of course. Well, I would imagine it's already out physically. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Let me see. I know the I know the previous game is digital only. No, you need to go in order. Like I've done it the hard way. I'm currently on like a dragon. <laughs> well, that's your that's way. your problem. <laughs> Not my problem. That's my hey, pleasure. Oh, it is out Thank physically. Oh, wonderful. Right, I'm going to buy it then. That's that <laughs> decided. I'm going to wait. He's not even played edition yet. I actually feel bad for buying that 
I spent like 30 quid on it and it's not even out of wrapper yet. And now it's about 12 quid. <laughs> not a very yeah, good now you're, now you're about to buy the game past it and you're going to be playing this like immediately. <laughs> yeah, but there's one but there's one key aspect. Ichiban wasn't in Ishin. So, well, not as far as I know anyway. He's not even the MC, so that's why I want this one. Oh, well, you've got to learn the history of... I know Ichiban's history, and that's all that matters. Kill you. Sodim, the second best protagonist in the Yakuza no. franchise. No, just let him have it. Just let you, him. You've been playing like a dragon, reviews. Matt, so you know. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. It's his story. Exactly. Let it's let actually both their story in this new game, so you will eventually learn about. I meant it's Nathan's story. It's my it's story. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I will not allow him to finish the story. He's going to somehow brick my PS5. <laughs> I'm going to come in and just throw a brick at Leland. Unless you play Yakuza 0, you play nothing. That, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to gatekeep you on this. No, you need to play the rest of them. <laughs> just finding the time. I, 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 I don't know how people find the time. Yeah, it's know. mad. Like 60 hours per game. I think I put about 65 into. Just a couple like a hours dragon. a day. That's how it does for me. And they just keep coming out, these games. Yeah, we there's got no, we've had no end one to a it. year. And then they keep on just being the same damn city. Well, it works. They all receive very well, so they, they know what they're doing. True. I've said it before and I say it again. Retirement's going to be amazing. You go through <laughs> all these stuff. Do you know what the sad thing is, though? Bit rot. That's the sad thing. Because we'll pop them in when we're 85 years old, because that's when we'll be able to retire by the time we can, and we won't even be able to play them. <laughs> yeah. Right, well. I want to move on to a bit of PlayStation trivia, I suppose. Ah, uh, go on. Ooh, love a bit of trivia. Right, well, Sony has published their own separate top 20 download charts for the PS4 and PS5 in the USA slash Canada and Europe. I mean, they also did a top 10 for VR games, VR2 games, and free-to-play games as well. But I don't think we need to go too far in there, potentially. Austin thinks otherwise. <laughs> He's like, not far enough. <laughs> no, she's not far enough. No, she's like, that's not far enough. Yeah. I think I might have read the VR one. Hmm. Have you? Okay. I know, I know job simulators in there. <laughs> yeah, because I bought jobs. it. I'm adding I think, to the I think list. It's around, I think it's around seven, something like that. Hmm. Okay. Solid. Go through all. So I don't think I'm going to do the US and Canada ones. I think I'll just I'll stick to Europe. Yeah. Because that's all we care about. So for the top 20, I will try and blitz through them. Maybe I'll get you guys to. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say get you guys to sort of guess the top three, but we've technically done that in our Christmas quiz. Yes. So I'd be kind of giving it away. So I'll just go for it anyway. So from from 20 upwards, we got. Uh, Need for Speed Unbound. I'm sure a bit surprised by. Uh, Tom Clancy's I, 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 I got it. I presume this is from the period last year. I don't think you had, Yes. Did you mention when it was? Yeah, 2023 last year. Did I not? I don't think so. Because <laughs> I, I was a bit puzzled about when it was. Oh. Yes. Right, so it's the most downloaded okay, games of last year. Okay. In Europe. As I've already mentioned, Need for Speed Unbound. Is it 20? We've got Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. At 19. Really? Hey. <laughs> okay. At 18, we've got Dead Island 2. 
Solid. Then we've got NBA 2K23. In your followed by yep. Oh, followed funny. by NBA 2K24. <laughs> what? So they were pretty okay. close next to each other. <laughs> then you've got Final Fantasy 16. After that, we have Resident Evil 4, F1 23. Then we have Cyberpunk 2077. And narrowly missing the top 10 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So from 10 onwards, we have Assassin's Creed Mirage, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Diablo 4, we've got Baldur's Gate 3. Missing the top five, we've got FIFA 23. Mm. It's actually, I feel like looking at this now, it might be a bit shocking seeing that it's sort of number one, but I suppose it makes sense for Europe. So in fifth place, we have got Marvel Spider-Man 2. In fourth place, still kicking after 13 years, is Grand Theft Auto 5. 13? Yeah. It's been that long, isn't it? It just oh. won't die. Then in the top three, we've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Second is Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Should have won. And no prizes Dose. for guessing who was number one. It's Dose. EA FC. No. It's EA Sports FC 24. Our Europeans love our football. So. I'm just happy Baldur's Gate 3 didn't win something. Again. <laughs> just a bit it is of variety. interesting when you, when you compare it to like the US list and like obviously what they care about. Like you've got NFL being in the top four, uh, NBA 2K24 is fifth. Did COD like, win for them? No, Hogwarts Legacy won for them. Oh really? So, oh, they got some sense at least. Like even even WWE 2K23 snuck into the top twenty. Really? Yeah, came in at fifteen. Grand Theft Auto 5 came in 20 for them, so they finally started to win off, and, and us Europeans still love our GTA 5. <laughs> but that I, can't was the for these 20, I can't wait for these 2025 lists, because we don't know what's going to be top at the end of that one, are we? GTA 5? <laughs> still going <laughs> well, GTA yeah, 5, still Pips GTA 6. <laughs> yeah, still going. No, it's still number one. Like we, We've not <laughs> moved on yet. We're still holding on to... Uh, yeah. So that was PS5 games. Uh, PS4 obviously got a bit different. I'll just go through the top five for us on there. So you got FIFA 23, GTA 5 again. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Hmm. Doing all right? Minecraft. Minecraft is still popular for us Europeans. Number one, EA Sports FC 24. (laughs) That is. Then you've got the PSVR 2 games. Uh, so I'll just do the top five for those in Europe. We have got Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution. Uh, we've got the Dark Pictures, Switchback VR. Beat Saber is at number three. No good things. Number two, Kayak VR, Mirage. Okay. I've got that. Number one, any guesses? Uh, Synapse. No. Uh, Not in the top ten. Oh, call the mountain. Oh yeah. No. That came oh. in number eight actually. Now this game I've I've heard about, but I didn't know it was on VR two. So. Go on, put Zara. I can put it as just okay. So it's called Pavlov. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. 
It's, um, much about it. If I recall, it's, it's a bit like Counter-Strike, but in VR. If that's what I, I, w- I want them to remake Headmaster for PSVR 2. Headmaster was great, and, it, and you two would love it. It's basically a football heading game. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but it's set in like a this. So you're like, shall we say, sort of held prisoner in this sort of dystopian football training academy. And you're kept in like a little room on your own, and you're forced to go out and just do heading competitions mm. on this uh, <laughs> field. Be, for a second, I thought you were going to say you're forced to <laughs> go out and give head, being the no. headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm, a, that. I'm 12, all right. But no, you guys would really so, like that, and I, I really wanted to come to PS4 too. I used to love that. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have to keep an eye on it if they would make it. Uh, right, we've got our PSVR games now. So again, I'll just read off the top five. We have The Walking Dead Onslaught, Batman Arkham VR, uh, Super Hot VR. Hmm. That's good. Beast, Beast Saber again. That's coming at number two. Uh, number one, Mark's favourite VR game, Job really? Simulator. Number one, yep. really? Number oh, one. Nice. The... Oh, amazing. There's oh, number happy. two for the US. Happy as Larry. Nice. However happy he is. <laughs> uh, and then quickly to do the free to play, which has combined both PS5 and PS4. Oh. I'm just thinking of free-to-play games. Warframe, is that in there? Uh, it's not, no. Not in the top ten. Fortnite. I mean, it's the obvious number one. <laughs> PUBG. Uh, PUBG, no. No, not for PS5 or PS4. Apex Legends. Uh, that came at War- number eight. Warzone. Warzone, yep, number three. Fall Guys, dead game. The Dead Game came in at number five. Right. So not so quite dead. dead. Uh, is Rocket League free to play? Rocket League yeah. is free to play and also yeah. at number four. It's because it's I remember getting it from PS Plus. It did, yeah. It did. I, was like, I was like, did it pay for that before? What games know. you missed? We have got number 10, 9, 7, 6 and number two left. What's got a battle royal? There's going to be another battle royal, probably. I can confirm there is no other battle royals on this list. There is a shooter game, there is a racing game, there is a simulation game, there's a sports game, and I don't know what to call this other game. That's said number two. I can't think of it. Something like Fortnite, I suppose, but not battle royale. I think a lot of mini games. Oh, I can just read off the list if you're struggling now. Just tell us. (laughs) We can't. All right. Uh, Number 10, Overwatch 2, which might be a surprise. Uh, number nine is Trackmania. Oh, number yeah. seven, we have The Sims 4. Oh, yeah. I forgot that were free to play. Number six. Well, free to free to turn on. <laughs> so, yeah. Number six, and where us Europeans still love our football, is eFootball. eFootball. I thought that might turn up in there. Hmm. And then the one you guys can get, number two, Roblox. Oh, oh yeah. So, those are the most played games. Actually, I'm quite surprised not to see Genshin Impact on that list. Dead game, mate. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> right. 
Well, those are the most played games on our PlayStations last year. Should you have a quick public service announcement? Oh, go on. I love a PSA. Okay, so a few years ago, PlayStation released a, a Last of Us documentary about the making of the game called Grounded. Mm-hmm. And they've announced uh, the follow-up, Grounded 2. Must have been up all night thinking that now. Uh, the making of Last of Us Part 2. And that will release on February the 2nd. So you'll be able to watch that on YouTube then. And if it's anything like the first one was like, it should be really good. Although this one should be particularly interesting because obviously they, felt they went through the challenges of developing through COVID. Oh, and then, yeah. And be... then the leak. So I think it'll be particularly interesting. So Maybe the thoughts that. on like how they would go through the story as well, like how they, they structured it, I'd like to know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, not long so you can watch that. Oh, good. All right. Well, uh, I've just got a couple of quick things I want to list off. Uh, first thing is we may have our full title for Mr. Kojima's Dead Stranding 2 game. Yeah. So, according to a highly reliable day miner, the game will be known as Death Stranding 2. <laughs> Wait for it. But there is a prefix. Sorry. Okay. Not a prefix. So, it's Death Stranding 2 on the beach. Other people from the 90s might get that, but. No, yeah. it's, it's, I have to say, that's not an exciting title, I have to say. Yeah, but it's Kojima, isn't it? Like, that's, that's prey on brand. For just seems <laughs> just something out of left field. Um, well, according to the Day Miner as well, we might not have to wait long until an official confirmation comes out. So I suppose we'll wait and see on that. Do you know what? Uh, when it does come out, I just want to see, like, a picture or a video of Kojima on the beach just with some sunglasses on and announces it. Something like no, that. No, it's going to be Norman Reedus on beach. Oh, that's it, with Kojima's sunglasses on, because he came out with his own sunglasses line, didn't he? Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Right, last piece of news, which is a little bit more close to my heart. Uh, 2K have come out and announced the next iteration of WWE 2K. So, aptly titled to WWE 2K24 or 24. I'm shocked. Yep. So this should be coming out on March of eighth. Uh, coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One for reasons, uh, and PC. We also got our cover stars as well for each edition they're doing. So on the standard cover, we've got Mr. American Nightmare himself, Cody Rhodes. On the deluxe edition, for the first time in WWE's history we're gonna have two female wrestlers on the cover so we're gonna have bianca belair and our current wwe world women's heavyweight champion rhea ripley which congratulations to them and we've got a special four years of wrestlemania edition uh which basically has like almost all the kind of memorable wrestlers on there we've got we've got roman reigns we've got john cena hulk hogan Thing the so rocks this, on there probably. Hang on, so is this looking like the cover of that EA Sports FC cover they did? Where they just threw it random. Kind of, yeah, they just cover. threw everyone kind of on the front, yeah. 
So uh, it looks as though the main showcase mode, which is like a single player campaign mode, is going to be based off basically the last four years of WrestleMania. So going through the big the big matches through there, I'm sure there'll be some exemptions to certain wrestlers that aren't with WWE <laughs> anymore. That are probably quite important to the history, <laughs> uh, which should be interesting. And then I think they announced four new match types that are coming as well. So we're going to have special guest referee coming back, which was always hilarious when you're playing as the I referee. Didn't know, I, I didn't know that go. Yeah, disappeared. So that's coming back. We've got the ambulance match. We've got the gauntlet, which I also realised disappeared. Oh, and... I like challenging myself in goals. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is the first time this has been in a WWE wrestling game. We're going to have a casket match. I, I, I feel like I feel like back in the like PS2 days that existed. Did it? Maybe. I like I feel like that's happened. I'm I'm sure we've had, we've had that somewhere before. Could be. I don't. I, I honestly don't recall it, but maybe maybe has been. Um, like on here comes the pain or something like that. Maybe. So yeah. So there's that, and then anyone that pre-orders. We'll get the Nightmare Family Pack, which includes two alternate versions of Cody Rhodes in his undashing era and his Stardust era. Oh, that. Which he loves, <laughs> loves to be reminded about. Uh, we're also going to get Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, and Superstar Billy Graham. Very good. Okay, we'll finish with, with this then. Jember in the recent podcasts i've mentioned xbox having collaborations with certain things yes yes well they're at it again this time they are collaborating with the european space agency all right yeah so they asked fans to provide an illustration of a spacesuit design of their creation and they have Mm. an opportunity to win that spacesuit in real life oh wow that's pretty cool. That's amazing. So, so this is the details from the website. It says, uh, whether using a provider template as a base or pushing their imagination to the limit with any creative format of their choice, fans will be asked to provide both a visual illustration of the suit from all sides, hand-drawn, 3D rendered, or however their vision sees fit, as well as a description of the inspiration of the suit. More, suspe- more specifically, Xbox Bethesda and the AASA want to know what you would wear in outer space. How would your spacesuit reflect your personal style, individuality, and vision for space travel? After submitting suits through the campaign website, the most creative option, the one that truly gives weight to the phrase out-of-this-world individual style, will win a full replica of their design, complete with an authentic ESA bat- patch. The contest opens today and runs until 8pm Pacific time on February 24th. After that, the winning suit will enter a two-month intensive fabrication process on the path to becoming a reality. That's quite something, isn't it? Right. What's the Joking Dolphin suit having on it? <laughs> well, it's got to be a teal. For yeah, stars. it's got to be teal colour. Yeah, it's got to be teal. Um... Rather than just a box-standard helmet, the helmet's got to have a fin on it somewhere. Well, oh, on yeah. the top. Yeah. And it's got to be pointy like a dolphin nose. Yes. Mm, I, I'd, I'd do the helmet like that. I think I'd have the fin on the back of the suit. That'd be that'd be uh, good for aerodynamics if you're flying through space as well. Not that you ever would. The, the arm the arm's got to go into like a in like a flipper shape. What else would we do with it? Got be made flippers, with carbon fiber. Feet. <laughs> yeah, flippers, flippers for feet. feet. I mean, this would be no use on a spacewalk, guys. <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's it looks, didn't really say like out of this world. Oh. Out of this ocean, think, maybe. I don't think we're going to take it to the moon, so I think we're all right. No, but it's, it's going to be tested, so it can actually like withstand those pressures. So you could technically wear oh, this yeah. as a real spacesuit. Well, they do do tested underwater, don't they? Yeah, the space. Yeah, we good so, so under pressure. Yeah. So yeah, we just. That's it. You get you get like a a jetpack on the back from the water. Yeah, like a blowhole. Just have, yeah. Like you know, that pushes it pushes the I don't know what you call it the jet propulsion bit out. It'd be like something you've seen like early James Bond films. Yeah. It'd <laughs> be cool. And it's got to have speakers as well so that it can make dolphin noises. In case you come against like alien life and that's your communication. Method. You need to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we we need like a, a pocket that's, that can fit that goat thing for you. <laughs> ah yes. So we keep that in. That's how we communicate. In case we find any goats on bars or anything like that. And the aliens take the goat as an act of war and destroy Earth. <laughs> I think that's called uh, destroy all humans. Yeah, I think between us we can make a pretty cool suit. Or an absolutely terrifying one. You like don't have legs. It's just, it's just one big flipper. Is your feet. <laughs> oh, I can moment. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, moment. <laughs> yeah. So that if you stood up, it just, you'd just fall over. <laughs> you'd have <laughs> to go to a water way. planet. Like in interstellar. That's the thing. Is that planet was just all water. Yeah, but they're only about a couple of foot of it, so you won't get very far. The thing is, if you're flapping space, you don't move, do you? Because there's no air resistance. So you're just flipping, you just stay there, not moving at all. Well, you'd be donutting, I imagine, maybe. Yeah, at least you look cool doing it. True, you would, yeah. It's all about style. Well, that's what they've said. It is all about individual style, so yeah. Yep. Yep. I think we want to a winner here, lads. I just yep. want to point out, this is a really good way of getting everybody's ideas for suits for Starfield and whatever other games they might want to do in future. You know what, that could be an idea. They should, they should do that. The winning suit should also get it as like a download in Starfield. Oh yeah, I did forget to say that this was a, a collaboration with Starfield as well. Yeah. Well, when he said I put two and two together. Yeah. I just forgot to mention that to begin with. But yes. He doesn't mention being in the game, though. But oh, they should do it. It seems like it, it should be, shouldn't it? Do it. Yeah, surely. It'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Go on, Todd. You know you want to. take For a break a from Indiana. For a price. <laughs> well, that's no. it. Could don't charge don't, just, don't do that. One night in Don't give them ideas. Yeah. Oh, no, but they don't need my <laughs> ideas to do it. They'll just do it. Probably. Do you know what would be cool? If, they, if you could make your own suits... And post it on a marketplace and then get the kickback from uh, whoever buys it and have like an open market. Turn Starfield into an MMO now. What they do on uh, We're asking to do like like World of Warcraft and stuff. Yeah. Maybe. You could be a mechanic or something, fixing other people's ships up and building them. And then you just work in the game and quit your job anyway. Well, I think we'll leave it there, chaps. Thanks a lot. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us, consider tuning in next time. We release weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Follow us on all social media platforms. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. ta Good Goodbye.